Today's daf is Maseches Sota Daf Chav Tal the new Mishnah Namad Aleph of today's daf teaches that if the Isha Sota's husband was a deaf mute, he was a shotev, he was mentally unstable, or he happened to be physically just not even there, he was overseas. Medina Sayam and the Beistin witnessed the woman seclude herself with a certain man. The Beistin goes ahead and they can issue a warning in place of her husband. The warning was not to have her drink the bitter waters but to disqualify her from receiving payment of the tuba. And the Gemara coming up on Chavzayin Amid Aleph learns the Salacha and explains the source of the Salacha from the double wording in the Pasuk, Ish, Ish, two times that same word, Ish, which comes to include a spouse who has a mental health instability, the Beistin can act on his behalf and issue this warning. Shulchan Aruch and Eben Ezer Kufayin Ches Sivya Gimel bring this halacha that if the woman secludes herself after the warning, then the ksuba, the marriage document, gets torn up, and when the husband comes back, he gives her a get, he gives her a divorce document. Where does the Beistin's authority to issue the warning even come from? Now it's the principle that we have discussed and learned about. Rashi brings us in tomorrow's daf in the past, known as. Zachin la Adam which states that a person can act on behalf of somebody else without their knowledge. They're not there. And that person's and they don't even know that the other person, the other party who's gaining something over here, doesn't even know that somebody else is involved in their life, in their in their situation. For example, a person sees somebody else's lost item on the street, you pick it up on behalf of somebody else. That is called Zachim Adam Shalom Afanav. I'm benefiting, doing something on behalf of somebody else without their knowledge. That item is now taken and it belongs to the other person because I've done something for them. Rashi, as we mentioned tomorrow's stuff, explains so too for the based in the court has a right, has a, has a schus to issue a warning when the husband is physically unable to do so, acting as his agent, as it is a schus. It's a benefit for him that his wife be turned away from the bad path. The Raman brings us halacha in Hilchos Sota Perakalov, concluding that Osrin Osa Albala Olam. She becomes forbidden to her husband forever. Now we do find that we shown him the early commentaries pointing out Zachim Adam This principle cannot be done against somebody else's will or best interest. And they actually have the ability to uproot that. Zechiah, that right of somebody else to act on somebody else's behalf in a retroactive fashion. So if I didn't like that somebody else did something on behalf, I would say, I didn't like that, and it gets completely uprooted. But the Ramam clearly says that if the stat, that the status of the Isr Labal is for eternity, it's forever, can never be changed. So if the Basin's whole power is based on this principle, Zachim Adam, why can't the husband uproot it? Let us apply that rule. What is different about this case? So this machlok, as I saw brought in the Mor Sadaf, has two approaches. The Machin Ephraim, one of the Achronim, says only a zechia, only a right, that also has a negative side, a chova, can be uprooted, which is only true by monetary case. Since the Torah says, Sonim Matanos a person can say, I don't like money, I don't like gifts. That's I, I hate those things. He never would have given a green light to that in the first place. But the warning to the Isha Sota, to this woman, is a full schus for the husband. He gains nothing from somebody else's benefit. So he may not uproot it. A different approach of the Imre Bina argues with this idea that the one who is 
Zoha, the one who is benefiting, can't give a rationale why he cannot prove this, since the husband won't be believed to say he doesn't want to do he doesn't want to do a mitzvah. And we follow Rabbi Kiva that Kinui, that this warning of seclusion is indeed a mitzvah. And therefore, either according to either of these achronim, cannot uproot it. One of the fascinating applications of this discussion beyond their scope is a pidyon haben, 30 days after the birth of a firstborn son, where there is a Kohen present to receive the five selah in order to extract, uproot the holiness, the sanctity of this child from the other. Can somebody else in the room receive the coins if a Kohen is not present? The question would depend on whether the Kohen can retroactively undo this receiving of the five coins. What we are able to draw from this discussion is how halacha provides a beautiful support system for every Jew. If we're unable to accomplish something ourselves, others can fill in or represent us. When it comes to avodas Hashem, serving Hashem, halacha recognizes the importance of community and helping others in their journey of growth and connection to Hashem.